This is the Rediscovering Resilience podcast, helping you create more health, wealth, and happiness for yourself, your family, and business. I'm Stu Darling, and I'll be sharing everything you need to rediscover your resilience and live a life beyond limits. Guys, it is Stu. Welcome to this edition of the Rediscovering Resilience podcast. We have got as far as the letter W in the Rediscovering Resilience alphabet. W. Shouldn't surprise you too much. W stands for wealth. One of my favourite subjects. and One of the subjects that often trips people up. That's what we find on our online programme and in our one-to-one sessions and in our workshops. Wealth. People get mixed up about what wealth actually is. In the Western world, in the developed world, wealth has come to mean money. Money, money, money. (laughs) But does it not mean more than that? Does wealth not mean more than that? I've also heard it described as the length of time you can go without having to earn money. So if you've got $100,000 in the bank, and you spend $10,000 a month, then that means your wealth is 10 months. You can go 10 months without doing any work because that's the money you got in the bank. But it's still based on money. It's so much more than that, guys. Wealth. One of the reasons that we are so stressed out in the developed world is because we think about wealth in terms of money. So what I'm going to do in this podcast is share with you our wealth matrix. And if you want a copy of the wealth matrix so you can have a go at the challenge yourself, then just give me a shout. Give me a shout. I'll send it to you and you can have a play around with the wealth matrix and understand what wealth is. It's always a belter. Yeah, in workshops when we do the wealth matrix, we get some amazing responses. We get some amazing shifts in people's lives when they suddenly go, holy crap, I'd never thought about wealth in these terms. I thought wealth was just money. I get it. That's the way we're brought up. That's the way we're brought up to think that the wealthy have lots of money. But it doesn't have to be that way. I remember as a wee boy walking down a Glasgow street. It was in the West End. And for those of you who visited Glasgow, the West End of Glasgow has some absolutely beautiful buildings. Red sandstone that you just make the place pop. And even through the grime of the industrial years that had built up on those walls, that red sandstone shone through. And you walk down the street and you'd see the comparison between the concrete of the road, the black tarmac that the buses were hauling along, and that red sandstone. And you'd walk down the street and all of a sudden we came upon a huge shop front with sparklingly clean windows and behind those windows as I pressed my face and my hands against the glass I could see a shining bright 
sports car. And next to that sports car was a Wave Runner jet ski. And that was it. I turned around and said, I'm going to have both of those when I'm bigger. I was so excited. It was the first time I'd seen something that I was really going to invest my time into so that I could have a sports car and a Wave Runner jet ski. And my mum, who was with me, said, don't be greedy. All you think about is money. Dreams shattered. It's all about the money. But actually a point was missed there. A point was truly missed there. That we could have built some excitement. We could have built something relational in that moment. But all we were thinking of was wealth in terms of money. Well, I've matured a wee bit since then, and I hope you're looking forward to as well, because the wealth matrix allows us to think more deeply about money. I journal on the wealth matrix every morning, and I consider how fortunate I am to have health, to have my health. Of course, I also consider how healthy I am to have money in the bank and a roof over my head. But I'm also so grateful that I have friends and family and that I have an intimate relationship in the Lady Elizabeth, with the Lady Elizabeth. I'm also so passionate about my mission in life. To do this, to reach out and make a positive impact in people's lives. I'm very passionate about my personal development as well. The books I read, the coaches I have, the podcasts I listen to. I also consider seriously the spiritual side of my life. Not the religious side, park that one. The spiritual side, the way I feel when I'm out in nature, the way I feel when I spend time with people who have similar values to me. There you are. That is the wealth matrix. The wealth matrix is made up of eight different pillars. The pillars of finance, health, friends and family, an intimate relationship, your mission, your personal development, hobbies, and spirituality. And in the wealth matrix, we actually score out of 10 against where we feel we are, but also where we'd like to be. But where we are, and then the question is, well, what would it take to be one point higher on the one to 10 scale? So if I'm talking about my health, and I'm scoring a six, maybe, maybe a seven. I'll give myself a seven because I went for a run this morning. I'll give myself a seven. What would it take me to reach an eight? What could I do right now to be an eight out of 10 instead of a seven out of 10? And I can 
go to bed earlier. I can take on more water. I can not drink as much alcohol. I can eat a more healthy diet. See, all of a sudden I become more wealthy. Friends and family normally score quite low on that one. So I'll give myself a four. What would it take me to score a five in the friends and family pillar? Pick up the phone, reach out, drop someone a message, send someone a gift. Our lives can be so much more full, so much more quickly when we realise that wealth isn't just about money. And we know that, yeah, after over, I think it's over about $160,000 US, money stops being a joy and it starts becoming a pain because you're frightened of losing it. Now, I know that figure might be, yeah, might be add something that you are grasping for in life rather than having the luxury of having it. But yeah, even money isn't a joy all of the time. But we, when we consider life in terms of the eight pillars of wealth rather than just money, we all find very, very quickly that we are so much more wealthy than we ever believed that we were before we started this exercise. Take a look at other cultures. Take a look at the tribes of the Amazon. Take a look at some of the, uh, the indigenous peoples in New Zealand and Australia who have a very, very different view on wealth. Do some reading about Native Americans and what they saw as wealthy. Because when we do that, we realize that maybe the Western world, the developed world, hasn't got it quite right. Maybe our chase for wealth through possessions and through raping the planet isn't quite so positive after all. And if we took some time to consider wealth through the eight pillars, remember, the eight pillars of finance, health, friends, family, that's one, intimate relationships, personal development, your mission, your hobbies, and your spirituality, then all of a sudden we realize that we are all so much more wealthy than we thought we were at the beginning of this podcast. I'll see you next time. This was the Rediscovering Resilience podcast with Stu Darling. For more content, head to www.stewdarling.com.